Welcome back, Kittitas Valley Sports Talk fans, to another episode of your Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. I am Eric Sorensen here in the warm, cozy, big country studios, here with Sammy Henderson. Sammy, welcome to the podcast. Oh, it's good to be back. Two weeks in a row. I feel like we're doing something here. Things are happening. (laughs) (laughs) Two weeks in a row of talking sports, John not being here, and Luke's being gone, so. I know, it's it's weird, it's an adjustment, but... uh, John will be back, and, uh, you know, we might hear from Luke. We might. Sooner than we think. We might. Uh, yeah, depending on John's negotiating skills, he's not very good, so I think we're going to win that one. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll be all right. I think he works for cheap beer and, <laughs> and pizza once in a while. <laughs> so, But, yeah, no, two weeks in a row, I think we're getting closer to uh, – well, honestly, I thought we were getting closer until yesterday's phase one announcement for our region. Yeah, you've got to let the depression set in. Uh, mm-hmm. We're the only region. Only region? In the state. And Ellensburg itself is doing great. We, yeah, there was a letter written today that I read from the sheriff's department that got shared of how we, we were nationally recognized for how we didn't waste a vaccine. Right. We're doing so great. And everybody is going to be playing football around us. Or Guilty volleyball. by association. Yeah. This is just blows my mind. And there's a whole series of opinions of my, about everything, but I'm hoping this changes because, you know, Ellensburg football has been practicing for a while. Right. Their other fall sports have been practicing, I, I believe so. Yeah, the B schools aren't starting until Monday. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it was a very. I was. I think I ruined Coach Phillips' day because we were able to do our summer 2.0 workouts. I was in the upstairs cage cleaning up. Softball was getting ready for practice, and Coach Phil thought I left. He said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm reading a very bad email." <laughs> yeah, I Informing think the, us. the biggest frustration for me is that this, whatever your schedule looks like, whatever you have planned. Uh, is going to be different. Yeah. It's not ever going to play out nowhere the way that it's scheduled. Mm-hmm. And so you want as much time as possible yeah. to get through all the mess you're going to come through. And so knowing that Ellensburg still um, in the surrounding counties uh, are still behind the eight ball when it comes to getting their schedules in in the time. And now it's a it's a, going to be a, a crunch timetable, uh, just a lot less room for – uh, the ability to let COVID do what it's going to do. Absolutely. And, I'll, you know, what they're talking about today is you know, there's so many things that could happen, you know, if they we were to join the North region. Well, I know that one Mr. Nash and one Cole Canyon are going to be sh- reaching out in the phone calls because, <laughs> I mean, there's they're already set, aren't they? I mean, what do, we, what do you do for sports-wise? Uh, it's, it's a good problem if it happens. Right. And let's hope that it happens. Yeah. Uh, and I guess I don't really know what the metrics are looking like for the lower valley right now. How close were we to phase two? I don't I I was pretty angry last night and didn't even look. Yeah, I think I think everyone has a ton of questions that mm-hmm. uh I mean we were talking earlier, like who can answer this? Who could do right. this? Who, who can we find? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I hope that uh we get answers soon. Mm-hmm. Uh just to I guess peace of mind. Absolutely. Well, we do have to mention that this episode's coming from you from some comfy couches. Speaking of couches, our sponsor, Fitterer's Furniture, quality furniture. They're on the corner of 4th and Main. Guys, go check them out. When you buy it, tell them you heard about them from the Kid at Valley Sports Talk. We appreciate that, and we appreciate them sponsoring the podcast, bringing local sports to our valley. Well, we had a big schedule planned today. We did. And like some things in sports, things happen. And we roll with it, and we roll with the punches. And like the Abe Silvestri told us back when I played for him, just make it happen. So you know what? Today, Sammy and I are just going to make it happen. We're making it happen for the uh, listeners. It is freezing cold outside, in case you're wondering. It's a Friday afternoon, February 12th. And if you guys remember this day, you'll understand the wind chill. It feels like the mid- Midwest. Yeah, it is very, very cold. I was out at my kid's playground for two hours. <laughs> and uh, Still trying to get feeling back in my big yeah. toes. My thighs are permafrost. But... uh it's it's you know I kind of get used to it yeah. after a while. Today's like day when I I do book work or I, I quotations book work. I don't think my dad listens to this and our working strategy. <laughs> so, uh, but no, yeah, it, it's cold outside and uh, and I was thinking, I'm thank gosh uh, summer 2.0 baseball workouts are done because <laughs> winter finally came <laughs> and but so we started thinking about what are we gonna talk about? And we just talked about what happened in sports in our valley just now. <laughs> with the phase one, phase two, there's things to come hopefully next week. So we got some random subjects. 
to talk about. Sammy, on uh, this list. On this list. Uh, what got us interested in sports? For yes. me, um, I was thinking about this. My dad. My dad mm-hmm. was this, a sports dude, and I'd go over, and we'd be watching football, or he'd be watching basketball or baseball. And so um, just like any kid, you know, it's like you start getting interested in what your parents are interested in. And uh, that that's where I learned everything. He coached my basketball teams. He helped coach my baseball teams. And so my love for sports started then, and uh, just like any anybody, you, um, there's only so much you'll you'll follow your parents, and then at some point it was just that I just loved it. Mm-hmm. You know the the competition and uh, the camaraderie that comes about with being a part of a team, and mm-hmm. uh, just fell in love with it. And so that that's a uh, that's what got me interested, and uh, just it hasn't ended. Yeah, I'm trying to think of when I started. I was young. I think my three older sisters had something to do with it. Uh, my dad as well. And my sisters are quite a bit older than me. And my one oldest sister, Amy, she was actually, she was a two, I think she was a two time NWAC women's basketball league MVP of the whole NWAC. Big time. Uh, my sister, Abby, played there too. Kid at Uh I think it was racing around the house and they were track stars. And uh, for a post player, Amy could beat anybody down the floor. Just throwing that out there in case anybody's listening. Um, but no, I think it was that. My dad playing things in the yard. Um, play, always playing catch with dad. And then my earliest memory of becoming a sports fan was in 19. Was it 95? The kid attack. Yeah, 95. The or kid has played in the state championship game for baseball against DeSales. They lost. Tragic. Started my hatred for DeSales High School, and it started my love for baseball. Honestly, that day, um, you know, Reese Brown, Jimmy Hill, Ted Giese, Matt Esslinger, um, uh, a bunch of people were on that team that were our local guys in the Valley. But I think that's where I started loving sports because I went home and then the Yakima Bears were around. So we started going to those games. And then what happened that fall? The Seattle Mariners started playing the team. We didn't ever had satellite TV or cable, so they started to be on TV. So that was like, now I'm thinking about why people yeah. ever ask, why and does Eric love baseball so If cool? you started watching the Mariners in 95, there's – yeah, no doubt that you became a fan <laughs> yeah. that year, right? So my fandom started with the Kitas State Championship game, uh, minor league baseball, and, uh, and the uh, Seattle Mariners '95. Wow, I, that just was a. I think that would have hit me before we started recording. Yeah, no, that that makes sense because if mm-hmm. you started getting into baseball then, yeah, like why wouldn't you be a fan? You're probably let down most years now. Oh, 100. <laughs> yeah, it's just a yearly disappointment. History has shown that I'm going to get excited here in a month. You know, what? I think we might. I think the Mariners are going to win. And then mm-mm. I get for a month, I'm like, yeah, halfway through the season, you know, we got a chance to come back. So it's like a roller coaster of emotions for those guys. But uh, now that's kind of my fandom. I think of sports and then just rolling into being a Cougar fan, kind of what's where things that's, are. That's me. where things started going downhill for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, if any, I know that I've gotten in fights with people calling me a bandwagon fan. Right. Like, dude, I root for the Mariners and the Cougs. Right. And before the Seahawks were good, the Seahawks. Like, what are you guys talking about, bandwagon fan? That's crap. So, <laughs> but uh, so where is your current state of sports fandom? Um, well, let's see. I'm not sure how to answer that. Uh, I know that I uh, still love it. I'm excited. Uh, Going to be more excited when there's live events to go to. I really, really miss that live event. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's no there's, – there's no – making up for for the ability to be in a crowd and yell at referees and, and things like that. And uh but I uh I find myself I'm a little I'm not as uh into it as I as I was when I, I guess had more energy. Life was not where it is <laughs> with kids and and uh I I could be able to tell you everybody's numbers up and down here for baseball, basketball. Uh baseball's kinda dropped off for me. I think part of that is I don't get root I don't get root sports. Mm. So, uh, and they've been bad and I've been frustrated. And so it was easy for that, for that to fall off, uh, basketball and NFL. I would probably say, I know, I feel like I know more about that than I ever have before in my life, but Mm -hmm. that could just be me being old and thinking I know stuff. (laughs) Uh, but I, I'm still a huge fan of just about any competition you could throw out there. My son and I were watching, uh, slapping, which is big in Russia, just a slapping tournament, the best slappers in the world. Like. 
just smacking people. Open hand slaps. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I want to watch. It's like now. an you set up like it's like arm wrestling, Are like one serious? of those things, and you just stand there and you take another full grown man or woman's slap to the face, <laughs> and you've got guys getting knocked out. You got guy. Yeah, it's it was absurd, but you know any any type of competing that takes, I guess you could call that athletic ability. Yeah, right. Uh, then then I'm in. Where to answer the listener's question right now? Where would you find that at? Just go YouTube. Yeah, I'm gonna start a rabbit. Yeah, people are gonna be down the rabbit hole here. Hand slapping and just like uh, slapping championships. You look you you look that up. You'll find what you need. We'll have the research department. And there's like a guy in Russia that's like won five straight national championships. Yeah. In open hand slapping. Open hand slapping. So as our listeners are getting off the podcast, <laughs> Google this because that's what I'm doing. It's a it it'll it, if you're into that because like I'm a UFC guy, um, so I enjoy you know sanctioned sanctioned violence. Uh, open hand slapping will take you to a place and uh, you'll just keep hitting next. <laughs> as it's, I'm, it's as I'm looking time. it up right now, as my son says, Russia's the real deal. Americans are pretenders. He says it's a little bit different. The American <laughs> ones are not quite where the Russians are at. Oh my gosh, we got to start this. Um, <laughs> I got to pay attention to podcasts, YouTube. Uh, that is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm with you on the my current state. Is I used to love watching every game. I was Sunday all day long watching NFL. Saturday all day long, and then you know what? When you have kids, that doesn't happen. You can try. I've learned i got to pick and choose what games I, I want to watch. Say, you got to pick and choose your spots. Yes, 100%. Uh, I will still watch. That's why we pay too much for Dish Network, because I want Pac-12 Network and Root Sports. Probably unreasonably shouldn't be paying that right now. But uh, um, <clears throat> no, I, I think uh, I'm with you. I am more appreciative of in-person events, going to football games, tailgating, uh, going to basketball games, going to baseball games. Of course, I could sit there and do that all day. And I'll talk about that with one of our questions later on. But, um, yeah, you know, I've – maybe it's just this year and or having two kids. But basketball for me, I used to watch quite a bit in the wintertime because there's nothing else to do. I haven't honestly watched much. And it's weird for me. I guess it also doesn't help that Central's not playing. I used to go two nights a week to the home when they were home. I, I love going to Central Athletics, which makes me think instead of staying home and watch like a Division One game, I'd rather go watch an in-person game or – I mean, I'm still going to watch the D1 games, but uh, right, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at my current state. Uh, I would I appreciate everything, but I would much rather be there in person if I have the. Well, opportunity. and part of the in person thing is that uh, you're invested. Like mm-hmm. we're in a community where I I'm invested. I feel like, you know, even though I'm removed from Central as an employee, I feel like I know those people. You know, not only the coaches, which I do know, but the players. Like we're invested. They're in our community. I can go see them. I can go watch them as a freshman and grow up. And it's different than, you know, watching somebody at Duke be a freshman and go to a senior. Uh, Because you're not really invested. I don't see them around town. I don't see them in Mm -hmm. my kids' schools. And that's a big difference. Well, huge. Big time. Um, What's next on our list here? I guess uh, we're going to hold off the uh, central stories till after our break. If you could spend a day watching sports in person and say by this point in time, Elon Musk has developed the, you can beam <laughs> yourself up, Scotty. You can beam yourself and you get to go to three sporting events because that's 10 o'clock game, a 1 o'clock game, and a 7 o'clock game. Well, I'll tell you what I did because I've, I've done it yeah. years before. And, you know, it may not be the glamorous money's not an option thing. Uh, but for, I want to say it was 23 straight years, uh, my stepdad and I, we went to uh, the Tacoma Dome and we watched all the state championship Ooh. games for football uh, from, it was Friday, Saturday. When we first started, it was, it was called the, what was at the King Dome? It was called the, uh, oh, I can't, I can't remember what it was wow. called. Uh, but it was something with the King. The King Bowl? King Bowl. Yeah. There he was. And it was all one day. Yeah was a Saturday and it was I think it was only six classifications or five at the yeah. time and we would get there you know I'd be up at 5 a.m get in and we would watch every single oh, game yeah. right there yeah. and then they uh after maybe four or five years it got switched to the Tacoma Dome and mm-hmm. so for 23 straight years 
I went to the state championships and we sat in the same spots and there was, it was general seating. So we would, I would be the first ones at the door. I'm yeah. at the door. It's cold. Really, and we got, you know, I've, there was a former referee that sat behind us, a guy that came from Alaska and uh, a custodian that we just, we would communicate throughout the year now that I got older mm-hmm. and uh, we would join at the games and it was kind of like a small little family thing. And uh, over time, you know, my stepdad passed away. Uh, they, I moved to Ellensburg, was working. And uh, so three years ago or so, three or four years ago was the last time. Uh, that I went and so and now they've moved it away from the Tacoma Dome mm-hmm. it's not one place so it's kind of time machine for me if I could go we would I'd set that up again yeah and I started bringing my son because even after my stepdad got old and sick I brought my son and he loved it nice. and he was always when are we gonna go to the Tacoma Bowl that's what he called yeah. it. Tacoma Bowl <laughs> so are we going to the Tacoma Bowl this year and yeah. so I nothing that that's that's a great day watching yeah. Washington football and I got to see everybody from Jake Locker to Kellen yeah. Moore, just Reggie Williams, all the big names. Wow. You know, they're playing there. Uh, Ryan Hastings. It, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Unfortunately, uh, no team from Ellensburg ever in, I think, maybe the first year, first or second year I was there, Ellensburg made the championship. Yeah. I want to say in the 90s. Yeah. I think I think they were they competed, but I think they ran into uh, a couple powerhouses. Mm-hmm. And one Prosser, of course, was winning a ton yeah. back then. And uh, speaking to sales, I probably saw them 15 times. Oh, yeah. yeah. But it, it, so you were there when their quarterback broke his leg. Absolutely. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. It were, there were some real, some real cool things. We saw like yeah. a 8-6 to six B8 championship <laughs> game, which doesn't happen. Right. I saw an extra point in B8, which doesn't happen. Yeah. I mean, it, it was That'd just. That would be so cool. It was really cool. Gosh, now you're just making me second guess all my answers. No, no. <laughs> because it's like that for me, it's the Yakima County Stadium with dad, my cousins going down there watching the well, sometimes we go Friday, but mostly it was Saturday championship game from start to finish and come back knees sunburnt and but watching the dog pile. And I was actually while you're talking, I was thinking about Coach Renta's answer about he doesn't like to watch other sports, but he appreciates the championship moments. Right. And that's the part of the, like those days go fast for me. When you're sitting there watching games all day, like when you sit at Spokane Arena all day and watch the B tournament, and you're like, you get there at 9 a.m., and next thing you know, it's like, hey, where are we going for dinner? What time is it? It's like 6 o'clock. Oh, the sun's up and down, and I don't even know what happened today. So, <laughs> But, yeah, no, I think uh, you can't be anything. Yeah, anything high school sports state tournaments, you just can't be. Oh, I would I would get the, the, the programs. Yeah. Buy them. It was like 6 bucks. And we'd always look for the biggest guy on each team and mm-hmm. the smallest guy on each team. But I I remember, like, this was when I was even in high school, before high school, I would get him out, and I would just, oh, yeah, I remember yeah. that guy. Oh, that was my favorite guy. And it, it was a it, – it's an experience. If you could ever get out to a state ch- tournament yeah. of any kind, yeah. like, you're going you're gonna to fall in love with – Kids, and that sounds weird, but you're gonna you're, start. You're gonna you're gonna have an appreciation yeah. and understand. Like, I like that kid, and I wonder where he's gonna go to school next. I wonder if he's yeah. getting any looks. And you start realizing one, you're not a really good judge of talent because those <laughs> kids aren't being looked at for right. anything. And uh, and also, just it, it, it proves that you know everybody who's involved in sports, uh, you like different things than other people, right. you know. And it's like, oh, I like that kid. That kid's a prick. I can't stand that kid. Yeah, you know. And everybody's different, but it, mm-hmm. it's fun. Get out there. Yeah, You're yeah. gonna see all kinds of parents from all different yes. sides of parents. The crazy ones, the the ones that are down to earth, <laughs> the ones that have no idea what's even happening, and they, yeah. but their kids playing a sport. That's so funny. Like. I'm thinking about the times Dad and I have done that, and, and you're right because you can watch in the in the look at the roster, and you're like, well, we really need to go home. But you know, in the next game, this guy's playing, and he's got this. <laughs> maybe we should stick around and watch a half. Let's just watch a half, and then the game's over. <laughs> you're like, right? You know, the eight o'clock game or whatever. This kid, he's got a. Re- we should probably stay and watch a little bit of him. I hear, I hear he hits ninety. Yeah, like we should probably <laughs> stay and watch. And oh, we could do that all day long. Whether yeah. it's Yakima's. Spokane Arena for basketball or baseball, and yeah, when they move, oh yeah, that that is great. I think my day, and I'm actually thinking about two days now that were my favorite days. One was when the College Baseball Classic was in Safeco Field 
I guess it was team first year T-Mobile. And we got to watch three Division One college baseball games with a couple friends. We became fans of the uh, Coastal Carolina Chanteliers. Chanticleer, I can't even say it. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, there was a lot of beverages consumed because they were selling beer in the stands. A lot of milk. Milk, yeah, milk. Cookies. We had, you could buy bags of peanuts. There was concessions going and great baseball going. Uh, the teams were on the concourse waiting for their games to start. It was cool. But uh, I think if I had to pick a day, because I've kind of lived this day, but it was two different ones, two different days. Because we were going to go, I wasn't, I don't think we were married yet, but we went over to Seattle, stayed in Bellevue. The Mariners were playing a home series, and the Cougar UW baseball series was happening the same weekend. So we got loaded up. Kelly Gal was with UW. Abe was working for the Cougs. We're heading to the game, and it got rained out, the Cougs UW game. So they played a doubleheader the next day. We already had tickets for the, for the Seattle Mariners game. Went to the Mariners game, got done. Actually, Hastings was with us this time. And I was like, hey, I think the second game of the doubleheader is just starting at UW. It's on the way home. And we had a two to three, <laughs> two to two to one vote. And my wife did not say yes. But we still went to UW. <laughs> and we, we went to watch. We caught the last few innings of the game, too. And I think Tanner Swanson was coaching with the Huskies that time. And we got to watch in the game. And I don't even remember who won, but I just remember. Getting a tour, go down the field with Tanner. I think we did. Like we, like I was playing. The Cougars won. We got different weeds. Yeah, Uh, yeah. We got dog Coug podcast right here. But I just remember going days. Like, want to go see the field? And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, do I need to take my hat off? He's like, yeah, you're all right. (laughs) So, uh, no. If I could catch two games like that, and if you do it, yeah, I, I just that would be ultimate day for me. And I've actually lived those days, all of them. Right, that was great. <laughs> right, I, I can't think of ones you know I that are going to be better than yeah. than that experience, especially when you get that amount of games. Like yeah, like I've been to uh, NCAA tournament mm. uh, twice. I've been to sites when it, it was in Seattle. Yeah, uh, I saw number one Stanford uh, back when they were like undefeated. Mm. I think it was like two thousand three, and then I also went to Spokane to watch uh, Kevin or Kevin Durant. Oh, wow. Kevin Durant, Texas, a buddy of mine. We were just big, like Durant's killing. Yeah. I saw he was coming to Spokane. I was like, that's it. I'm going. Yeah. I went. Let's go watch. Yeah. It's, it, it, it doesn't it, – it's cool, but it, it doesn't – there's nothing better than high school high school sports, man. Uh, I think especially when the, uh, like, regional tournaments are played here at Central. Yeah. The one year – well, Ellensburg played, and I think Kittitas played Ellsburg a game played or two few, later. Yeah, they played or later, a few yeah. times. Yeah. And <laughs> I think I was – my wife now was like, why are we going early? Well, I want to watch Ellensburg. <laughs> well, there's a game between the – and no, I think it was – she didn't know there was a game between the two, and she's <laughs> like, where's Kittitas at? I'm like, oh, they're probably getting in the parking lot because these two teams that are, you know, 1A school have to play. Right. We're staying – yes, we're staying, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where she doesn't trust my uh, scheduling of watching sports anymore. But, no, I, I could sit there, and I think Davis and some team from the west side in a 4A matchup. Yeah, I do remember that. I think I was there yeah. working – I remember watching the 4A game going, man, I would have got cut playing basketball in a 4A program. <laughs> right. For That's why I went it, to the It's school. a big difference. I mean, yeah, you're out here um, in, in Ellensburg, and we've got good athletics. Mm-hmm. You get to that 4A level, I mean, it's it's absurd. Oh, yeah. It is, it is really jam-packed with talent. You know, every team uh, from their starting five to their bench has got varsity level guys uh that can play anywhere in the state yeah absolutely well i think we need to take a break for a little commercial we'll come back and wrap up our questions it's been a long few months for all of us but the wait is finally over bitterers furniture in downtown ellensburg is proud to be safely serving you bitterers is now open during regular business hours while keeping you your family and everyone safe Stop by Monday through Saturday from 8.30 to 5.30 and browse three floors of quality home furnishing. Plus, free delivery in central Washington. From everyone at Fitterer's Furniture, welcome back. Fitterers. All right, we're back after that commercial from Fitterer's Furniture, quality furniture there on the corner of 4th and Main. Go check them out. Tell them the Kid S Valley Sports Talk sent you. Sam, we've got a few more questions to cover. Yes. And uh, we are going to cover, let's see, let's go with, we both spent time at Central. Yes. I played baseball there. You were the SID. And 
Were you SID? I was SID. Also like was director of athletic communications. I'm sorry. You were the director. No, of I like SID better. <laughs> okay. that, was, that was that was a different. Yeah, it's, I was the SID. Okay, which if people don't know what is that? Basically, director of PR for athletics, right. social media, website. You're the guy that makes it happen. I'm the guy that makes it happen. We love. I love story time. I love telling stories. People listen to our podcast are probably sick and tired of hearing my stories. But let's tell some more. Uh, what are some of your? You want me to go first, or you want to go first? Oh, I think we could bounce off favorite okay. favorite stories. CW. We'll athletics. do it by. Let's do it by uh, like a subject. A subject. Your favorite travel. My favorite travel. Mm-hmm. You mean like travel story or just yeah, like, like your favorite? You got to travel somewhere. I did. I got to travel uh, quite a bit. I wish I could have done more. Uh, you know, I ha- my f- my most memorable experience is uh, softball. Mm. Every year they would go to uh, Turlock, California. And I'm talking like an 18-hour bus ride. Yes. Done and, it. Yeah, you know, it is. you know what it is. It is long. And, uh, you know, I haven't experienced a lot of uh, – travel with with female teams but it was an experience and i was pretty close with the softball team like i spent time with them and most of them worked for me so like i had a good relationship and when you get on a like most of these girls you they come and even when they're they're like at practice you know they they got their hair done they mm-hmm. they you know they they look presentable when you get on a bus for 18 hours <laughs> everybody stops caring about being Comfort presentable is key and we got really comfortable on that. I mean, I heard noises coming out of girls that <laughs> I would have typically never heard. And uh, it was it was a good time. I mean, they I ended up they would take me to like build a bear workshop and convince me to buy stuff for my kids and I spent way too much money. Uh, but that trip every year was by far uh, the funnest. We had a bus driver, Kevin. He drove he drives way too fast. Mm-hmm. Like uncomfortable. It's in snow. Uh, I believe he almost tipped men's basketball one year, but we're in this parking lot in, uh, uh, I can't even remember Monterey Bay mm-hmm. and our charity, our, uh, athletic trainer said, Hey, don't go into this parking lot. Cause we did it last year and we got stuck and sure. Kevin, Mr. I drive fast. Oh, I got this. I got this. <laughs> sure enough. He drives into the parking lot and I look at charity. I was like, you just told him not to go in there. He's like, <laughs> And so he gets to the part, and she's like, hey, yeah, this is where we got stuck. And, of course, we got stuck, yeah. right? And Kevin, being the guy that he is, is like, no, I'm going to get us out of here. <laughs> Tears off <laughs> the, the right mirror. <laughs> just completely. And these things are big. They're like 25 yeah. pounds. And he just rips right off. And, but it got us through, like, off, <laughs> off a stop sign. But we hop on the freeway. We're like we're going to our game against Monterey Bay, who's ranked like fifth in the nation, and he has to merge right, and he's got no mirror, and all the girls on the bus are just screaming, "Kevin, Kevin, there's a car's coming!" <laughs> and you can see him just red in the face. Oh, oh that no. was an experience. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. The bus trips at Central, we bust everywhere. Same thing, you know. Uh, but and at the time, we might have. I think I dreaded it leading up to getting on the bus. Well, when you're on the bus, it wasn't so bad. But you're right. You dress for comfort. Right. You bring everything you need in case you probably ain't going to stop. <laughs> right. right? Uh, I think Billings, it was a stop in Missoula at Subway. And then we got back on the bus till we got to Billings. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but no, it was the California trip. Went to Turlock, Stanislaus. Is in Turlock, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we went to Stanislaus, played a couple days. Got on the bus, drove to... Cal State East Bay. Which yeah, it's is like Oakland, Oakland, right? Yeah. Area. And you <laughs> we stayed, I don't know what town we stayed in, but it was not near Cal State East Bay. <laughs> because when you're driving, it's up on the hill and it's a beautiful campus. You get right. up there, the field was beautiful. There was trees in the way, but you could overlook over a big area, the Bay Area. But you're pulling through town, there's bars on the windows, and it's just like something you see in a movie. And young kid attack kid, Eric, that was actually I was probably 22 or whatever at the time. I'm like, what are we doing? My mom and dad went for that trip because it was my senior year. They asked someone that from uh, from Cal State East Bay, like, hey, is this safe where we're staying? They're like, do you got a gun with you? 
<laughs> and my dad's like, we're not staying. They paid for a night and didn't even stay there. <laughs> they followed the bus back. And now the, we, I was, if it's I-9 or I-5 going through there, but we were on a bus. The traffic was horrendous. And so, like you said, it was a trip down there. took forever. We, we have to stop and change bus drivers because there's too long for one bus driver. You have to have two drivers to get down there. Um, yeah, the guy that always followed his GPS, I can't remember our driver's name, but if it GPS said we're going there, we're going there. Because the year before I started playing at Central, he went to go turn down Lombard Street in San Francisco, and if it wasn't for Desi saying, no, no, we are not doing that. <laughs> and I think it was the same guy that got the bus high-centered because the hills are so bad in San Francisco, and the team had to get off and rock the bus <laughs> in, uh, so that it would catch tire and then it would scoot forward a little bit. Oh, my God. I wish I could have been there for that one. But the, I did the stories. Uh, you never missed Kevin. That. It was probably Kevin. But the guy – actually, I usually ate breakfast with the guy. Our bus driver was the same one. For some reason, I'd be down there early. And I'm like, hey, man, what's up? He's like, oh, hey, Eric, how's it going? But anyways, uh, and I remember leaving East Bay on a Sunday. We got done playing, said goodbye to everybody. That They brought us some food and whatnot. And we're driving home. Hey, there's Burger King. So that's where Desi stopped. Fast food was Burger And for some reason, the only Burger King was like 10 minutes off the freeway. So we're like, what the heck are we doing? I'm in We kept driving, and it was like 8 o'clock at night in Sacramento. And I was like, we are going to Ellensburg. <laughs> tonight this sucks <laughs> that's what i hated it and the driver was making a point because you're not supposed to put foreign objects in the toilet in the back and there was a team rule you go number one you do not go number you two yeah well the, the rule is broken and then along the way some ding dong threw a pop can in there <laughs> and the guy made a point and never cleaned the toilet the whole week Good for him. It was the worst smelling bus in my <laughs> Good entire. Good for him. It was a sewer on wheels coming <laughs> home. I had some. I had. I had gotten some Nyquil, and I remember like I don't want to take this now because I don't want to wake up and like right <laughs> Yakima right. And so I waited till I got to the Oregon border, took it, fell asleep all the way, got to pull to Ellensburg in time to see Desi turn around, and go guys, go to class right. at seven or eight a.m. Right, and that was the expectation. You went to class. Yeah, and you know what? My junior, I had all intentions to go to class. Physically couldn't wake up, <laughs> I didn't do, but I I don't remember the senior if I made it or not. I probably did, but uh, no that that uh, what else? Gosh, I had a, I had a ride back. I know what you mean by the Nyquil. Mm-hmm. I had a ride back from Arcata with football after winning. I don't even think they won. That wasn't the game that we won the conference title, but it was we went to Humboldt, uh, and we're coming back, and I realized okay, I need to sleep. Yeah, like we've got fourteen hours to go. So I took like a sleep aid, <laughs> but I was sitting straight up in my chair, mm-hmm. right? And so I fell asleep from the Redwoods wow. all the way back to Ellensburg. That's impressive. Was knocked out, but I sat straight up. Oh. And, and I, I didn't, right? I don't realize why that's a problem until I go to get up and I'm wearing flip-flops on the bus because I'm going to be comfortable. Yeah. My ankles and my feet were like three <sighs> times the size they were supposed to be. Oh, no. And like I could barely feel my feet, and it was it was. So I learned then if you're gonna fall asleep, make sure your legs are up. Yeah. Oh, that was bad. That sucks. That'd be kind of scary. Get out for that. Yeah, I thought I thought something happened to me. But the, the redwoods. That's a mountain pass, right? Is yeah. That where we where's Mount Shasta? Remember we were coming home. This might have been the same trip, and we had to pee. The entire baseball team. No one's here at this rest stop. Yeah. It was snowing. <laughs> The doors, there was like one person allowed in there, and you could, there, I wish there would have been, it would have just been baseball players lined up in a real peen in the woods. <laughs> that, oh, we got so many stories for bus trips. I got one, a good one for Big Ben that I'll save for another time. All right. We'll tease that one. It included a snowstorm, a cop, a back road, and Waterville. That sounds amazing. <laughs> it is insane. <laughs> but, uh, okay, so fun stories. Let's go with, I got to think about this one a little bit. Your favorite story of a game. Of a game. Okay, I got two, and I'll try mm-hmm. to make them quick. Uh, one of them has to do with being on the road, though. I went to Western Oregon with football and women's soccer. They were going at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that Saturday was going to be uh, – I would. it was weird. It was football was first. It was a really early football game. And then I just walked across the street and uh, was with soccer. And so Farron at the time had an assistant coach, but they didn't make the trip. Mm-hmm. And I was only – I was a graduate assistant in the, in the SID department. And so I'm on the sideline, and things are starting to get chippy. Girls are pulling each other's <laughs> hairs, throwing punches when refs aren't looking. Mm-hmm. And Farron is – if you ever experience Farron at a game, he, you can hear him from a mile away. 
the guy, and so he is laying into these refs, and he gets a pretty severe warning. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody goes silent. Referee's yelling at him, and it's quiet. And then game continues, and Farron comes to me. He turns, he's like, you know, if I get tossed, you have to take over. (laughs) And as a grad assistant, I'm like, Oh, hell no. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> oh, hell no. And so for the rest of the game, anytime Farron got loud, I'd be right on say, hey, Farron, calm down, Shut calm down, calm down. And the girls were like, this would be freaking awesome if Farron got kicked out and then you coach, can you imagine? And like looking back, I'm like, that would be kind of cool. Like graduate assistant SID yeah. leads team to victory. I wanted no part of it. I wanted zero part. So anytime he got loud, I was up, hey, Farron, Farron, it's all right. Calm down, calm down. Like I... <laughs> Puppy guarding fair and since uh, I didn't I wanted nothing to do with yeah. it. Yeah. And number two, I mean that was memorable. Number two, uh it's got Mark McLaughlin. Uh, it was the year after ten eleven, so it was eleven twelve. Mm-hmm. After we hosted, uh we were like the sixth seed in the GNAC tournament. So quite the fall off from the year before and we played SPU who was uh I think they were like two or three and were really good. And that was the team that knocked us out of uh, the national tournament. Right. Here. Huh? Was it here or there? They got knocked out. We got knocked out here right. in the first the round. Team. Okay. And yep. so we're playing them. And it might have been Anchorage, too. I think it was Anchorage. I think we ended up playing SPU. Yep. We were playing Anchorage. And uh, it's a battle. We weren't supposed to be in the game, and we're battling. Uh, Mark uh, didn't have the greatest game, but uh, not a great game for Mark. It's like 24 points. And uh, <laughs> we get the ball late, and I think there's like three seconds on the clock, and I'm sitting right next to our bench on the press table, right where they're inbounding the ball. And they inbound it to Mark, and he just hits this turnaround fadeaway three at the buzzer. <laughs> he rips his shirt off. I'm standing, like, as an SID and on press row, you're not supposed yeah. to celebrate. You're not supposed to celebrate at all. And I, it was one of those moments where you, there was where you just don't care. It's yeah. kind of like Turner for the right. Dodgers. Like, I'm I know I'm not supposed there. to be here, but I'm coming out. Yeah. I don't care. Find me. Right. And that's where I was like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, this is my team, yeah. my guys doing big things. And uh, one of the photographers from uh, St. Martin sent me a photo. It's on It's on my Facebook. <laughs> yes. Oh, that that's, year. That's the moment. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so, uh, you know, it wasn't wasn't the best year and it wasn't the greatest mm-hmm. game, but it's those moments, you know, I've seen and been a part of many people who have uh, hit game winners against my team, but like that game winner – in, in when it mattered, like it was, it was pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, man, mine aren't nearly as cool cool as yours, but I know I got okay. The two for me. One, I enjoyed going down and playing. I don't think we ever beat them, but playing our preseason stuff at Lewis and Clark State mm-hmm. in Lewiston. Uh, the first year for me, my junior year, was Ed Chef's last year. And I remember sitting in the stands going, hey, I've heard this legend of Ed Sheff. Like, there's a, you could spend hours talking about him and all the things that he's done in the craziness of his stories of life and coaching. And I finally told Abe, I was like, hey, well, where, where's Sheff at? Like, I want to, because they were playing Linfield before our one game. And he goes, wait for the guy that's walking on the field that looks like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Sure enough, about 10 minutes for game time, his office is out right field. Here he comes. The door opens, the gate opens, Ed Chef walks right down across the field straight to the coaching third base box and says, let's go. And the game started. I was like, that's him? He was like, yeah. <laughs> and it looked like, you know, the wah, 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 should have been playing as he was walking in. Tumbleweeds like, going yeah, across the field. it was exactly like what it, yeah. and so that was kind of fun. But like playing LC State and being at that field with all the greats that have played there and the winning and stuff. Right, and, being in this region, like, that's a big deal. Yeah, that's huge. Absolutely. And uh, I got to play quite a bit there, and it was the first time since high school football I'd felt like I'd been hit like a football game because <laughs> if there was a throw that was anywhere on the line, those runners ran it. Like, they would hit you, and luckily I'm a big guy, and yeah. I held my ground, and I did not get knocked down once. I did not show that it hurt. It did not feel good, <laughs> but I did not show that it hurt. So that was always kind of a fun one for me. And I think my most favorite trip for Central – was my very last baseball game ever in Montana. Um, I didn't play much my senior year for whatever. You know, I, I struggled hitting the ball that year, and I did not struggle the last day of my career. Yeah. I think I was like six for eight on the day. I was a triple shy of the cycle. It was in Billings. And in Billings, you play at a minor league stadium, and they're 
This it, is a new one. It's a nice one. It's extremely nice. I mean, yeah. it was the closest thing I ever felt to professional baseball was playing there. I mean, there's a bathroom in the dugout. I was like, that's the coolest thing. There's a, there's a crapper at the end of the dugout. You got to be careful when you, I mean, if you want to, you could open the door and do your business and watch the home plate. Like it was just people can see and you do your thing. But uh, anyways, was, but no, I, it was a, I remember the balls of beach ball and it hit a couple. I, I always played well at Billings. because I love the trip until you got to Eastern Montana. And then I was like, meh, this isn't so much fun. It kind of gets not as pretty, but uh, I hit some mammal home runs there. And then, I remember my last at bat, I had gone two for three, or else I had gotten two hits in the, in the second game. I was like, I'm done. Well, we get into a rally. And both years we were there, we set school records for scoring and hits and stuff. We kicked the crap out of them, which was yeah. impressive how bad they were because we weren't very good at the time. Yeah. Um, but we hit a rally, and I had one more at bat. And I was like, man, I was going to end my career on a base hit. Like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm going to strike out now. And I remember looking at the catcher before the at bat started and said, uh, man, this is my last at bat ever like this is it and the umpire and him are like wow that's depressing like that sucks i'm sorry yeah what do you say to that guy? got a fastball right down the middle base hit over the second baseman's head uh Uh, there was a runner at first i rounded first base i thought they were going to relay the ball home and the relay guy pump fake and backdoored me at first base and desi (laughs) chewed my ass and i was like (laughs) i'm sitting there in the dirt and he's yelling at me i'm like what are you gonna do cut me i'm done man we'll get three more outs and this is over uh, and then I had gone the whole year without making any errors. And hey. the second to last pitch of the game no. was a ground ball, and it went foul, and I missed it. <laughs> but luckily, it just gone foul, and then a pop up ended the game. So that was my, uh, those are my moments. That, How bittersweet to get that hit in your last at bat. You got that high. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to stretch it. Like, He's I'm like, going to yeah. make the most out of the I'm ball. going to. Dang. Son of a biscuit. <laughs> he backdoored me. And uh, yeah. You know, Sammy, I think. Before we get back into some more storytelling time, I think we should make a phone call. Yeah, who to? I think we should call Luke Olson. You think so? <laughs> I'm all in. Let's bring him on. I'm completely Let's in. just surprise him. I don't know if he's going to be surprised or not, but see if he answers. Let's find out. See if he answers. See if he answers. What kind of sarcastic thing he'll start with? Yo. Hey, he answered the phone. Luke, Woo-hoo! welcome back to the Sports Talk Podcast. You are recording. <laughs> We're recording now? We're recording, baby. Let's just jump into it. How are you? It sounds like he's on I-5. Yeah. Are you driving? Are you on speaker? You guys are on speaker, yeah. Okay, good. I just want to make sure you're not breaking the law after you left us. You know, you're becoming a rebel. I know. I I think I'm going to join another podcast over here. Oh, no. (laughs) Are you serious? You're you're just doing us dirty like that? Is it going to be a golf podcast? Yeah, it could be, but no, there's nothing, nothing in the works. Oh, Lucas. How is the new job going? Uh, it's good, yeah. Just kind of learn the system and stuff. Gave a lesson the other day. Uh, it's pretty slow out there right now. It's freezing over here. It feels like Allensburg. I bet we got you beat. We might. I pulled it up there. Frigid. It hasn't gotten above about 20. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're, yeah. 30, 30 over here, but it feels like 20. If it was 30 over here, I'd have my shirt off running around the yard. <laughs> it's yeah, cold yeah. enough, Luke. Paisley has not left the doghouse. Wow, really? It's wind chill's not very fun today. Yeah. So what, what's the topic today? Our stories from our time at Central. Time at Central? Yeah. What was your favorite? Putting you on the spot, Luke. Wasn't going to ask you this until I just thought of it. What was your favorite time covering Central Athletics? Favorite time? Uh, oh, man. Probably, uh, I don't know, you know, Central Austin. Fair State coming to Central in 2019 was kind of pretty cool. You know, they're like the number two team in the country. It was cool just to see how packed it was on the ESPN2 broadcast. Mm. Um, but my, my fun is, was or you know the best time I had was covering central basketball. That was always fun, you know. Um, yeah, but yeah, that Ferris State was pretty pretty fun. It was close there until that fourth quarter. Mm. Um, I think have a blowout, but it's fun games that you know kind of experience. Yeah, those those ESPN games, and you know now that I'm thinking about it, he brings that up. I'm thinking about all the Roots games yeah. that came to Central, Central Western, like that were just, yeah. and when we had, uh, 
lawns do the halftime show. Oh my god! Like that was yeah. pretty epic. You know, like nobody saw that coming, and it was. He tried to do it again the second year, and it wasn't quite as no. cool because uh, the song wasn't new. But yeah, yeah, those those ESPN and those regionally nationally televised games add a different atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the only one I really got to experience. You know, like I never really basketball wise, you never really the Western and Central rival wasn't rivalry was hasn't been that big. So I guess I didn't really get to experience that. But it was cool to see a Central win, beat them for the first time. And, No, that would be that would be a pretty good pod segment though, mm. to bring on different eras of guests yes. that have experienced this. Because everyone you talk to, like we could have talked to Renta, that Central Western. You know, I don't know if it's because football left or what, but <laughs> the atmospheres are a lot different, and yeah. we've got th- there's theories to why it is. Everyone's got their own opinion, but yeah. it would be pretty interesting to hear yeah, would be cool. people's experience with the Central Western. Maybe if we can actually get a Central Western yes. game in the future, we can have a conversation about it. Yeah. That'd be fun. Rins is, is a good one to talk to, too. You know, he won't show, but deep down, he hates them. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he does. Yeah, he but, pushes it deep down, but we know, we know it's true feeling. Well, that's what, when I started at Central, which was 2006, mm-hmm. Uh, it might have been six seven uh, ac- academic year. They had football, and it was. I mean, it was like everybody. You hated Western. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was just. It was like sewn into you. And I was coming in the later stages of that because a few years later they lost football, and it did seem to die down a little bit. But it was a. It was a hatred. I wore a Big Ben Vikings T-shirt. Big band Vikings into the weight room one time and football was just leaving and Tyrell Nielsen. Oh yeah. Great defensive end. Yeah. I knew him kinda. And he was like, What are you doing? And I, people glared at me. He's a big I, I didn't even too. think about it either. I'm like, Well, it's Big Ben. It's blue, not purple. <laughs> but the last time I ever wore a Big Ben shirt, Central <laughs> Right. Right. Side. Yeah, it's it is a it was it's a real thing. And I think less now. You walk in after football, they may not think anything right mm-hmm. now. But he was around to play yeah. Western. He was around to know what it was like. And even if I mean, he didn't, it's his redshirt freshman year, I'm sure he, would, right. he did. I mean, it was a pretty big robbery when you were there, Still, It was. The basketball game was packed. It was always on Root Sports. It yeah, was on Root, TV. Root had a deal with, with the GNAC. Uh, yep. And uh, there were certain games in every year, whether it was at Central. Well, they we always had a game at Central, mm-hmm. whether it was SP or Western, because uh, they liked our facility the best when it came to hooking up. Oh, really? Yes, not necessarily because we had the nicest gym. Mm-hmm. Nicholson's old, which is awesome. But the ability, these D2 schools aren't set up to have these big broadcasts. Mm-hmm. But we had a really good setup for their trucks and everything-wise right, for them to get yeah. it in. Because a, a lot of these uh, arenas are, like SPU is like right it's busy streets. There's not a lot of area. Western's kind of tucked all the way into campus. Yeah. And so we were a really good facility for for them to come to. So they loved having us there. But the Central Western game, always on a route sports. Just another reason to hate Western. Absolutely. <laughs> stupid gym. Yeah. Stupid new gym. Ah. Stupid color. Stupid face. Stupid mascot. Absolutely. <laughs> I could, we could do a whole podcast on the hate of Western. Absolutely. And I'd be a... Luke, why aren't you on the fairway right now? Because uh, it's cold. Oh, I, see. <laughs> I was hitting balls. I was, I was hitting balls at three, waiting for you guys to call. All right, all right. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, it's cold. Yeah. Well, well. Uh, next time we're not going to give you a heads up. We'll just call in there and say, "Hey, it's going to be a new segment on the we're podcast." Thinking, we're thinking of a new segment, and yeah, your point five of the trial thing. Point five. Okay. We're gonna do. <laughs> we're probably gonna end this podcast with a. Uh, Let me check my phone. Yeah. So, okay. Lucas, well, thank you for uh, answering our phone call today. Thanks for having me as a guest. Yeah. Let's do it to sometime soon. Keep me in the bio, though, on Twitter. What's that? I said, keep, keep my name in the bio on Twitter. I know. We have, like... we will release the new video with or picture of you uh, <laughs> with the half cut Luke in the picture, but 
we've only okay. kept that one for the private viewers right now. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lucas. All right, thanks, guys. You bet. Bye. Well, that's always fun to have Luke on to the podcast. He's a good man. He is. Debatable some days. Yes. But he's a pretty good, I'm just joking. Luke, we love you, man. He's a decent dude. He's okay. All right. Before we wrap up, before we go to our last segment, what's the last story you want to share? And if you have two of them, share. The last story I want to share. Um, You know, I really don't know. I'm going to have to cut this part out. I think for me. It wasn't necessarily on the baseball field. It was everything I did as an athlete from being a part of the athletic program, uh, the people that I met, the relationships or friendships I made. Um, I absolutely love tailgating our football games. I don't know if I should, should I tell people about the? Absolutely. Yeah, let's talk about this. We did a little thing called kegs and eggs <laughs> at our apartment complex. And if the owners are listening, I apologize because you were there at one point because you were pretty upset with us. But we, we would crock pot, my roommates and I, we would crock pot eggs. We spent the night before cracking eggs into the crock pot, put bacon and sausage in there and whatnot. And then at five, my alarm would go off because I'm pretty excited about things. We'd be, there was no lights, so the games were at one o'clock or a noon kickoff for football. And so we'd go get the keg at the 18th Street Deli down the way and kegs and eggs we'd have a keg people would come over <laughs> it was a good time a few times we had that thing floating by 10 o'clock <laughs> but then it kind of got to the where people knew about it a little bit and pretty soon it got a little overpopulated, and it yeah. just happened to be a game day and the front yard was packed full of people and we're like i wasn't an athlete this time but i was my year after playing sports and the, the owners come out hey you know it was a little busy or whatnot but yeah, everybody's just walking through, going to the football game. I don't know why they stopped right here. <laughs> <laughs> but that was kind of the fun things of going to Central, the, uh, going to the basketball game, sitting in the front row, talking crap. I know the one year we wrote, we would go, and we were kind of ruthless with the things we would say. We were always respectful. You had a great college experience. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. The one year Western Oregon was there, and we would usually sit on the sideline, chirp at the other team while they – warmed up and then someone would chirp back at us and that was our guy we wrote him the whole game <laughs> and it turned out the guy from western oregon we picked who chirped back was their best player and he scored really well that night like, <laughs> he did really good and it came the following year and maybe i've already told this in the podcast but the following year we showed back up and we had made a sign with his name on it and as soon as we walked in the gym we yelled his name really loud he turns around and puts his hand and starts waving at us and we did not ride him in a negative we're like hey man what's up like you're back <laughs> that's our guy yeah you're pretty good don't do that again <laughs> you kicked our butts last time don't do it again probably andy avgi is that who it was a little, little point guard wing oh no that wasn't him no he was andy avgi was a big dude i remember that his uh a good friend of mine who played baseball there was like why did you guys ride this guy so he was like really upset when he got back i was like well tell him he's really good first off that's our job yeah that's why we're here it's college sports you're scared, get a dog. <laughs> so, I mean, so that, that's my, I, I love my college experience of being an athlete, playing there, getting to do all the stuff and being a part of the athletic program and then getting to go support the other programs. Absolutely. Can't believe I told the kegs and eggs on the podcast. Yes, but well, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of other ones you could tell us that you're not, that you shouldn't. That'll be for when people have to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. So. The premium. Mm-hmm. That's Valley Sports Talk Plus. That's right. I, I think my favorite memory uh, going out there Last one, uh, Ice Bucket Challenge. I have a video mm. out there that I swear should be viral. <laughs> it's, it's out on the YouTube. You could find it. Search my name, Sammy Henderson, Ice Bucket Challenge. Yeah. Sure, it'll come up. But it, it was one of those, if you ever did, like, Ice Bucket Challenge videos that should have went viral, that was it. Uh, I, I was never, like, Ice Bucket Challenge things, like, I, I'm not about it that, that big, like, everybody's doing it. Right. And so I was like, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it in my own way, kind of epic-like. And so I was talking with football, Ian Shoemaker. We, we came in together. We started at Central the same time. I started New Year, uh, uh, Christmas Eve, and my job was, we're hiring Ian Shoemaker. Let's write a story about it. So, like, we came in at identical times. Wow. So we had this connection, and I said, Ian, I want to do the Ice Bucket Challenge, but I'm only, I, I'd only do it big. And he's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know, like, get in a football outfit, get hit by a fire hose, and get tackled by a defense lineman. Yeah. He was like, done. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, that, that was like, 
Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Like <laughs> he, he started is. going, he starts calling people. He's like, Hey, we got to get a Jersey. We got to get, and I'm like, Oh hell. And mm-hmm. so like <laughs> Nate Johnson, who's, uh, it was Claiborne. That's who it was. Who was at Wyoming uh, as offense line coach. They come in there. Like we got your stuff set up. We're going to do it Thursday. Desi's going to have the, I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay. Like, who do you want to hit you? And I was like, you know, now I'm now I'm in, right? And now I'm in, so there's, like, no backing out. So I'm like, I don't know, whoever's going to hit me the hardest. <laughs> and they're like, we got the guy. He just oh, knocked no. somebody unconscious last week. And I was like, oh, Perfect. okay. <laughs> Let's get that guy. It was Eli- Elisha Payaga. He was a redshirt freshman and uh, just hits the snot out of people. And so they set me up, and they give me the smallest. And I'm a big, big guy, big belly. And they give me the number one. <laughs> Of like a practice jersey that is more fit me like a halter top, right? With punter pads, and I have a punter face mask, just the one bar, and I've got the pants and everything. And we're out the the right field, uh, right field line yeah. out there at where football and, and baseball meet. And I'm out there, and I do my thing, and I get lit with fire hoses and. They dump water on me, and then out of nowhere, Payaga just comes and absolutely wrecks me. Hits me on my left side, <laughs> and I'm kind of out of it. I can't get up. You go, cats! Like, <laughs> I literally, my left arm, there was something wrong. Like, I couldn't bend it straight for a good month and a half. And But go out there. It is it's oh, worth, your, t- find that it's worth your time. We'll post it on the Valley Sports. I was so <laughs> nervous. I mean, the whole football team's looking at me. Yeah. There's cameras, and I'm like, I didn't sign up for this, but it was, it, it taught me don't open your mouth yeah. in front of Ian Shoemaker. Cause he's going to make you do it. He wasn't supposed to say yes. Yeah. Right. I was just like, that's what I would want to do. And he's like, we can make that happen. Yeah, absolutely. Like, All right. And now the rest is history. And, uh, I miss that guy. Ian is probably one of my favorite people to work with. Yeah. He was great. That's hilarious. Sammy. That just put me in a good mood. <laughs> well, uh, we'll be right back with our new end of the segment of, are you there? Are you there? Shall we call it? I'd like it. Let's do it. We'll be right back. All right, we're back for a new segment that's actually honestly giving me a little bit of nerfs. Absolutely. <laughs> it's kind of fun. I'm excited Absolutely. about it. There's this. a chance, listeners, that you don't actually hear this. <laughs> yeah, it, it, may really, go it may go horribly. Right. Um, we're going to call somebody out of the blue that has a correlation to sports in the Valley. And we are just going to see if they answer. Out of the blue, they have no idea that we're calling them. And we're going to see if they uh, have a good story for us. So the first guy we're going to call, and actually, if I can get him to tell a central story, baseball story, it'd be hilarious about him playing bocce ball in the bullpen. <laughs> so we'll see if he'll be willing to call it. But it was, his name was brought up earlier because you talked about your, one of your favorite memories was going to the state championship football games all That's day right. long. Mr. Ryan Hastings, he's a teacher. He's not a teacher anymore. He's, he's an admin at Kittitas now. Uh, Central Baseball alumni. He's a lot of people in the Valley know him. He's a Linden High School alumni. Linden Lions. He's won a few state championships, basketball or baseball. Not baseball, uh, basketball or football. And uh, we're just going to see if he answers. Let's do it. I'm excited and nervous. I'm really nervous. What's up, Coach? Hey, Ryan Hastings, you are on the Kid House Valley Sports Talk podcast with Sammy Henderson and I right now. Oh, we have lucky ta- me. We are What's doing up? this new segment called "Are They There?" We're just going to call <laughs> random people and see if they answer our phone call. So you are our first one. Thanks for doing it, man. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! Excited to be on the show. <laughs> so our first, the one of the things we were thinking about, and what Sammy and I did today, we told some stories, and he told yeah. a story about how one of his favorite moments in sports was spending all day at the Tacoma Dome or the Kingdom watching state football. Yep. We want to know about your experience with state football playing or watching. Playing in state football. Man, I got to tell you, our quiet or our locker room was the quietest experience, like eerily quiet because our coaches did not allow us to talk at all. We could have our headphones in, but they wanted us visualizing what we were about to go out there and do to the other team, uh, follow through on our assignments and our game plan. It, but it was 
I mean, you could hear a, a pin drop in our locker room. That's one thing that I remember about about our state football experiences. How'd you like that? Uh, you know, I I enjoyed it. It's I get amped really easily, and so listening to to heavy metal music or you know having something something that everybody kind of feeds off of gets me tense and jacked up. And I you know I like to play when I'm calm and collected, and so by having the music off and nobody talking at all, it just brought a sense of calm, you know, before we went out onto the field and got jacked up, stretching and, and pumping each other up for the game. That's awesome. So we don't want to take too much of your time today, but you got yeah. to tell, tell one more story. What is one year, we've told some stories about our times at Central. What is your yeah. favorite story about your time being a part of the Central Athletics? <laughs> Have you... You told the story of uh, playing bocce ball in the nope. I may I may have teed it up. He may have alluded to the fact that that better be your answer. (laughs) You better tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well, here we go. So this is a secret between us three and now uh, the podcast. Uh, But (laughs) the the days in the bullpen get kind of long and cold, and it's it's hard to stay focused for all, you know, 18 innings of a, of a doubleheader. So the bullpen, you know, the relievers got to do things to keep the time going and keep things entertaining. And we started playing bocce ball out there uh, one weekend. I think we were playing MSU Billings. <laughs> and so, I mean, I am having a rough go on the bocce ball court. I'm, I'm not getting the call from the pen. Desi's, you know, not worried about me. And so we're hanging out in the bullpen, me and probably six or seven other guys. And uh, I think we have two catchers down there too at the time. And we're playing bocce ball and I cannot get anything going. I mean, we've been playing for uh, a game and a half, like a baseball game and a half, and I am just not finding it. And finally, I, you know, one of my buddies throws the ball out and I get the closest to it and everybody threw throws theirs and uh i i win and so i'm jacked yes two points for cwu let's go (laughs) and and i you know everybody stops what they're doing and looks out of the dugout and i realized what i had just done (laughs) there was there was stopping the action our pitcher had just been the batter and he's laying down at home plate and the (laughs) Their coach, you know, comes out and Des uh, pops the pitching coach in the chest. Hey, get down there and see what they're doing. <laughs> that pitching coach comes down and says, hey, yeah, you guys got to come into the dugout. <laughs> and we get into the dugout and it's just dead quiet. And everybody's looking at me, but they're not saying a word. And I'm like, yeah, geez. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, I blew up the fun for everybody. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, yeah. Not not one of my brighter moments, but man, that's the memory that I'll cherish forever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that made my day. Well, I think we can say the first uh, "Are you there?" was a very successful segment. It went well, <laughs> uh, awesome. Well, thank you, Coach Hastings, for uh, joining us today and taking our phone call. Hey, you bet. Thanks for giving me a call. You that's, betcha. That's a fun way to drive home. Absolutely. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, you have a good weekend. Take care, Coach. Hey, you too. Bye, guys. Hey, that worked way better than I thought it was going to go. You know, I don't know if they're all going to work like that, but that one worked. Gave gave me hope. Absolutely. That is my favorite Hastings story. As I'm rolling through my Rolodex, I'm like, oh, okay, who can we line up in the future ones? (laughs) Oh, so be prepared if your phone rings from Sammy or Eric and when we're recording it's going to be a good one it's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be a good one. be ready dude that that guy got dotted like in the back of the head and I thought he was dead and you I think I remember that game from the dugout two points <laughs> <laughs> it was phenomenal oh, pitcher or bullpens some of the best times in baseball so, well Sammy thank you for joining us today listeners thank you for joining us on the another episode of your Kid S Valley Sports Talk podcast until next time I hope we have some really good things to talk about Uh, hopefully we are getting some sports going here shortly. So take care of one another. Let's get back to some sports here soon.
world's so big, this town's so small. If you circle the square, you've seen it all. There's no quick fix for a broken heart when everybody knows who you are. The Kittitas Valley Sports Talk Podcast is part of the Big Country Media Podcast Network. Please check out all episodes anywhere you can get your podcast. And for you iTunes listeners, please rate and review our podcast. Check us out and follow for all your local sports updates on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Kittitas Valley Sports Talk. The official music of Kittitas Valley Sports Talk is brought to you by Austin Jenks. Please go check him out and all of his great music anywhere you can stream music.